In this series, lowimpact.org and the Open Credit Network talks with people working to build a mutually owned, democratic, decentralised economy that builds community and doesn't destroy nature. We want to increase collaboration to bring about system change. Find links to the sites mentioned in the videos in the description below. Join the conversation by liking, commenting and subscribing to our channel. All right, so you've, you've attempted to trade? <clears throat> yeah, I have, yeah. So well, somebody contacted me when I first joined um, and who was interested in some sort of natural building for something, um, a straw bale building. And I did go back to them. I think it was in December sometime. It was almost immediately after I, that, you put, that you put me onto it. So, um, and that was nice. Uh, so I had a chat with them but, and I provided them with some info, but they haven't come back to me again. I haven't chased them up yet. Right, okay. All right, so that's really interesting. Somebody contacted you for some natural building work. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, which I thought was really good, and I can't, I can't honestly remember who it was now. It's probably, it's probably still somewhere in my massive inbox. Mm. <laughs> All right, um, really interesting to know how that goes. Um, yeah, no, yeah, so would I. Yeah, no, I was pleased that somebody sort of came back straight away, and then I liked the idea that it was, um, it was uh, prompting. You know, I think through the software itself, it was just like prompting whatever it was. I like the idea that you, it was just working on keywords and stuff and different things, and it was be quite easy to try and hook up with people who were. Yeah, yeah, we want to make it as easy. Well, that's, that's what I want to talk to you about first. How can we improve the yeah. experience? Yeah. Um, is there anything that jumps out? Is there anything you found clunky or difficult or confusing? No, really, stupidly off the top of my off my head, I can't I can't remember what the website name is. <laughs> um, open OpenCredit.network. Open credit. That's it. That's it. I was pleased with your choice of top-level domain. Yeah. It's funky, isn't it? You can get whatever you want now, funny. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah so I'm just trying to um, um, look at the website now. And um, endless area. Um, yeah, no, I thought it was really good. Um, I th my initial, um, my initial um, feeling on it was that it looked, it looked really smart and really professional and, and it seemed very easy to use, I think. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to navigate the capture thing. I know that's what there was a pain on you, but you've got to get something in. Let's get that in. Yeah, oh, capture was okay. the capture thing. Yeah, because you know you have to like click a number of pictures, don't you? In different. Oh things. yeah, that's a... always a bit of fun trying to get stuff. And I've just navigated that successfully whilst talking, so that's that's a good sign. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm just looking at my dashboard at the moment, and. Um, and um, yeah, no, I was, I was pleased with that because that first screening, it's got like that potential trades thing. And um, I must admit, I haven't looked at this a lot, but it, it says like another member is looking for whatever. And I haven't really. Oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, I mean, that's great. Now, it, th this is where this website is great, I think, Dave, and where it's just down to me being um, not having enough pairs of hands is that if I had. Um, time to sit down and actually um work on my leads which i very rarely do which is not great from a business point of view is it let's be honest you could just work through this couldn't you well you must be super busy already so that's, you know it's... yeah but one day when i get my sort of like full-time salesperson <laughs> yeah then this is a brilliant resource because then they can just treat this i mean that's just leads you know free leads for people who want stuff is gold dust for businesses isn't it so free leads maybe we should put that on the home page yeah or um you know, or 
yeah, I don't know. Or even in time, perhaps it's a, a, a chargeable thing. I know that's not the way that we're working and whatever, and it's all about hooking people up, which is great. You know, well, but, there will be transaction. There will be transaction fees at some point. Yeah, for sure, exactly. Um, you know, it's um, got to work, hasn't it? And, and be able to fund everything and whatever. Exactly, so, we've got to pay for the admin. It's got to work. Yeah. Um, so, well, I can, think we that's you, can we quote you on that? Yeah, of course. Free lead. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Says, yeah. I mean, that'll be a little bit of promotion for you as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely, Dave. Yeah, no, that's great. I think for many, and this is what I think is quite, I and mean, when I speak to people who are sort of running, I mean, let's be honest, I think most of us doing a lot of this stuff. I mean, we are either individuals or micro businesses or, you know, when we're not, you know, and that's the point, isn't it? And that's, I think that's the great idea about this is you're like, you're hooking up those networks with people and you don't have to be like a, a sort of massive uh, multinational corporate. Yeah. Um, and so that's perfect, I think, to, to be able to, finding business is is just what makes business work isn't it you know whatever sort of um uh, platform and the, the how this you coming up with you keep coming up with superb quotes you're gonna have whatever you can quote me on anything Dave. you know that that's great um you know and that's what you really need to, to happen and, and 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 i think the main thing like i say from my personal perspective i know when i speak to other people with small business businesses the main thing is trying to be able to to harness those things. And I think that if there's an easy place to, um, you know, say for example, um, you know, my forward planning isn't as great as it should be. And it's difficult with what I do because they, they do tend to be bigger projects. So they're either a long time coming or the, you know, the planning can be coming for, because we do the design work as well and consultancy and stuff, that those things might be, um, you know, and I'm trying to get my work to be as much about the design and the consultancy as well as the actual building and those sorts of things, because that's what, natural building sort of at that stage you have to be able to provide everything i think in order to sort of educate people as well as um to be able to actually do the building work and obviously a lot of things from a self-build perspective is about getting the people to do the building work as well so it is more about training and stuff as well and it's got to cover everything i think with natural building because there just aren't very many of us sort of trying to do it i hesitate to say the word commercially but it, it does have to work commercially you know at the moment what the sort of structure that we're in it's got to be able to function in that arena where people are never going to do it it's never going to get to volume and yeah and it seems a bit unfair because obviously everybody should have better ideas about how to do construction and those sorts of things but the construction industry is just this massive sort of you know it's the oil tanker scenario isn't it you like you just sort of chip away at stuff and it's just you know it's very hard to get it to move direction to do anything better um but yeah, so to be able to, if you ran out of work, say, or if you needed more work, you know, then then presumably you then have more time on your hands. And if you can just come to a site like this and just immediately try and like ping out some emails to people, then that's perfect, I yeah. think. Because, you know, it is everything to do with business to me is is about communication, whether that's for clients or for engaging in work or during work or whatever. That's it's really interesting you should say that. I mean, we, we ultimately, we'd like the site to be look, to look more like a uh, like a social media platform. Yeah, so there's lots of communication going on, but yeah, you, know, you can trade on the same platform. Absolutely, yeah, no, absolutely. I think that's perfect, and and you know, so far my experience, which I must admit has been sort of limited so far, but I like the way that when you signed up for the full account thing, you could just, um, you know, you could put in the, the the. What I really liked was the way that it um it gave you some prompts for for categories for stuff, because quite often you find yourself doing like random keywords for stuff, and you're not ever sure if they're ever going anywhere. Yeah. So I really like the fact that it actually prompted you. you you've obviously like set up some categories or some ones so far that people might want to use. Or, yeah, yeah. Um, which I think is good because then that makes it, I think, easier for people to to connect rather than um, having to look through a massive list of what do I want and, you know, those sorts of things. So 
that matching looks like, you know, and the fact that somebody came back to me within a couple of days of, of going on to it, um, I think sort of, you know, it is good on that front. And, and I like it that you could potentially be just very proactive about that and going out and contacting people. Um, and um, like I say, I like it. Was, was there anything you didn't like? Was there anything that we could improve? Um, to be honest, Dave, so far, no. I was, I was genuinely, I, 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 you know, like everybody at some point in my life, I did it, you know, I, I came out of IT to do this and I did a fair amount of web stuff and whatever. And I like the fact now that obviously you don't have to reinvent the wheel to do things like this. And I'm not quite sure what platform it's working on um the software for this but it's it seems really amazing i think oh, yeah. it's good don't talk to me about the software <laughs> <laughs> well whatever pain you might be having behind the scenes it looks really good up front i think mm. um you know just for the fact that you can come in, in a couple of clicks you can just find people who might be you know other people who are on it and, and let's be honest it's nice to be able to one of the nice things about this i think is that actually you can instantly come and see people who are I guess of the same kind of mindset, <laughs> which yeah. is really hard to do. It's I mean, really hard to do generally on the web. I think. I mean, ultimately, we want everybody um, of, ev yeah. of every mindset. But uh, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. So you, you can think you're in uh, friendly territory. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And like you say, of course, you know, hopefully, you know, ideally, everybody in the in the world would be on it, and and that and that's how it would work. But um, you know, for the time being, at least, I think if you're trying to do, you know, I always say that with sustainable trying to run a business on whatever sort of footing um a sustainable business it's it's really um i think it can be quite lonely <laughs> really and and trying to connect with other people who are like-minded and um and all those sorts of things is sort of um even if it doesn't result in business is kind of good for the soul in in, in, in yeah. as far as the social media thing goes you know i know it's not always good to be surrounded by people who talk the same thing and it's good to be challenged and blah 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 and all those sorts of things yeah. but i think that a lot of people um pushing sustainable businesses, you're kind of trying to, um, you know, it feels to me quite often and speaking to other people that you're kind of trying to reinvent the wheel and, and do other things. And so you're not just selling, it, it's not as easy as a normal business because you're, you're not just selling a tried and tested thing. It's like, I always say like with what we do compared to like people who are, you know, building houses that are brick or whatever, you, know, you don't have to sell the concept of building in something in brick. Yeah. You, you just go your, and design it and build it. You have to sell your <laughs> you know? services and the entire concept behind it as well. That's exactly, exactly. what we have to do, yeah. Yeah, which is really, you know, and people and we all do it because we love it, but it does take an extraordinary amount of time and effort to do that on top of what people would normally do to get something. And so that does result in, um, you know, smaller margins, if you like. But people <laughs> do get it. I mean, when you, when you sit somebody down and explain the concept to them, they get it. Um, yeah. It's Absolutely. just nobody's got any time these days to sit down and have a, have a concept explained to them. It's, it, they're, they're too busy. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah. And I think, and especially like this, anything to sort of challenge the, the way that business um, works on a financial footing is just, I mean, that's, I think that always seems to me like a really hard, hard sell to people because, mm. you know, who wants to, you know, people just want to think, and especially now it's such a, a you know, society now is very much, it's, it's so immediate that people don't necessarily want to think about, changing that underlying stuff do they or or whatever it, it just they just they don't even think about how it works and mm -hmm. I suppose that's the problem with a lot of, with a lot not, of society i'm not taking notes by the way i'm recording this so i can take notes from it later if that's okay yeah no that's absolutely fine dave of course yeah no worries at all about that yeah, yeah. Come, come and say hello to phil oh hello who's this this is this is keith oh keith hello, hello keith <laughs> i've got a i've got a black cat called suki but she's not around at the moment she might appear <laughs> 
Um, so uh, I suppose the next question is how do, how do you think we should get the message across? Because there are various ways we can we can approach that. We can say that you know this is this is good for your business and that's it, or this will yeah. strengthen your community, or you know this will change the world. Uh, and for some people to yeah. say this will change the world, it will scare the life out of them and say, you know, I don't want to change the world. I just want something that's good for my business. And if, and if we say this yeah. is, is good for your business, there's a lot of people who will think, oh, yeah, that's boring. That's the same old, same old. Exactly. Stuff. Yeah. How, how, would we, how would it work if we to, to approach you? What would, what, what would work for you? Oh, well, for me, obviously, it would work very much on, you know, anything sort of community uh, and working together and environmental and those sorts of things. Yeah, that's what, you know, works for me and what works for my business. But no, I get what you're saying. If you're trying to engage as many people as possible, I guess, I guess the, the, the sort of the flat answer to that is that, like, I guess you've just got to market in different ways to different people, I guess, maybe. I don't yeah, know. That's the difficult thing. <laughs> Try and engage something, them. It is tough, something's got to be at the top of the at the top of the website. Yeah, at the moment it says grow yeah. your, which is which is great. But yeah, that's it. I mean, to me, you know, I I would obviously say, you know, I think pushing it on the on the. Um, I mean, I mean, the way that I think about it, the, the whole sustainable thing and everything else, and trying to push that into that's always been my overriding thing is always the environmental stuff, mm. you know. And then I feel that quite quite often, then you can make everything else sort of follow on from that. And and I think maybe at the moment, you know, that's good. I mean, there is a real push on that front. It does feel like we're sort of pushing more in, onto open doors rather than in the past. It's been, you know, it's always been in cycles, hasn't it? All of this stuff. I mean, you've been around. You know, I'm 47 now, and it's just, you know, for as long as I can remember, it's always been quite a tough sell and then there will be times when people want to talk about stuff like that a bit more and then suddenly it'll you know get worse again and you know I remember being really excited in 1997 because you know the Labour Party wrote a great manifesto for the election which was massively environmental and then they came in and didn't do much about it at all. We know? had a party, we had a party in 1997. Yeah. <laughs> what, <laughs> fools, what fools we were. <laughs> That's it you know you just don't know what, what's going to happen to you but it's kind of um you know so it's always been sort of like a like the tide coming in now isn't it like pushes pushes on environmental stuff and and different things but there's always been like a core of those people in the background but one thing that fascinates me on the building side and i don't know what it's like with other businesses as well is that it's it's difficult for us to, as well how you pitch it because i think natural building suffers from um quite a few people just think it is the kind of like hippy dippy kind of whatever stuff and and, and a lot of people like like me and I think a lot of people in Straw Bell certainly and things but you know we're very keen to push it as something that actually just genuinely works and putting it on the same footing as other construction methods and whatever because because it's never going to reach mainstream unless you do that mm. you know it would be lovely if we were you know all living in you know lovely straw bell houses or self-built houses and whatever but I mean the reality is so far away from that that you've got to work out a way to get from A to B really yeah. haven't you so um you know and and, and you have got to like we're saying with the marketing thing, I think you'd have to try and work out the ways to take as many people with you as possible. Yeah. Yeah. We want to sort of push that snowball and get it rolling down the mountain. Yeah. You know, and you can't just do that by saying, well, you know, this is the open credit network and we, we stand in a circle and hold hands and, and do whatever because. Yeah, that's true. It's got, to be, it's got to be really, really useful and really, really relevant to your business right away. So, so your circumstances, who, who are your main suppliers and what do they provide? Um, so, oh, well, an, an array, really, I suppose, mostly sort of, um, I mean, the, the, the money that we do is all in um, for turnover. It's like big building suppliers and different places. So um, so we've got companies like um, Mike Y down in Devon. Um, oh, right. 
materials. Um, T Mauer, um, T Y M A W R, over in Wales. They're um, both in our directory, yeah. Uh, brilliant. Oh, excellent. Um, Eco Merchant. Oh no, sorry, no. So I'm in. I'm in the low impact directory. They're both in the low impact. Directory. Oh yes, of course. Yes, yeah. So they aren't um, to go through the low impact directory and just call people up and yeah. Say, have you? Generated? Yeah, really, because I think you know all of those built all of those companies again. They have that sustainable sort of steer on them. So. Um, uh, eco merchant, I can't, you know, there's different places, but then a lot of the stuff we have is just from general suppliers. So we, we buy a certain amount of the stuff from, you know, Travis Perkins and Dusons and yeah. um, Build Base or whatever, you know, all those big um, sort They'll of. They'll be uh, further down the line. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's it. Um, and, you know, Civil's places, Key Line and different, you know, all these different big building suppliers for different stuff because we have to have a certain amount of all that stuff. Um, and interestingly, actually, it's getting a lot easier to buy things that, because basically if you go to all of these yards, they will, they will sell you whatever you want. So if you say, because normally, um, for example, on the, they were doing this building in Hastings at the moment for this big uh, country park for Hastings Borough Council, and they'd specified things like um, recycled concrete blocks. So um, I think it's a, I don't know what it's called, like... Uh, I can't remember the brand name of it but basically most of these suppliers who supply stuff they don't supply stuff direct you have to go through a supplier and those suppliers will generally be the travis perkins of the world and whatever so you go to them and say can you get me a quote for these materials and then they go to the supplier and get the quote so that's quite an accessible thing so so whereas a few years ago that might have been quite difficult now you can go to them and ask for these um uh, things like foam glass and um recycle things and whatever and they'll just go off and get you quotes for them just like they'd get you quotes for any sort of brick or for those sorts of things so there have been big improvements there on that front um and they don't seem to bat an eyelid now about doing those sorts of things whereas before you know they may not understand them as well <laughs> when they're trying to help you buy them um and those sorts of things but um but yeah so lots of um you know so some specialist suppliers um but you know they're all of a fair size but mike whitey mal those are, i mean they they must do a so those, those those kind of suppliers, those sort of you know micro to small, medium to size uh, specialist suppliers, how yeah. regular how regularly do you trade with with them? Um, so how what, you know what sort of percentage of your turnover and what what how how important are they to you? Um, they're they're really important because they they are the easy way to get the things that we want. Um, and so the and especially with the bulk things, so things like um um things like uh for foundations and insulation um for non-wicking stuff we use uh instead of concrete we use a lot of foam glass gravel which is which is just made from i don't know if you've seen it just made from recycled glass it looks like pumice um it comes from it only comes from germany and austria i think so it gets shipped over and so and the only way to to get those things is you can either buy it, you, you just go to mike y or somewhere like that and get a quote for it and then it'll come over in a big arctic lorry arctic truck and then they'll just like drop it all off or they set it bagged and, and all these sorts of things so there's um and things like lime and clay and these sorts of you know Wormersley's up in west yorkshire is is one of the oh, yeah. they sell clay plaster and stuff um so there's only a handful of places in the country um that sell those things so none of these are local to you are they they're scattered all over the country they are i mean if you're specifically for because obviously lime is a bit more available so if you want lime products, then you know just where I am down here. Oh, we've got oh, this is Suki here. Oh, hello. Oh, Keith's gone. He could have said hello. Great, <laughs> Suki. Wants to come and sit on my on the laptop, probably. Um, so yeah, so locally, what just over in Hampshire, um, between Salisbury and Southampton, we've got lime stuff. Um, who are a lime supplier? 
down in um, in Dorchester, very close to me. We've got uh, Rose of Jericho, who are a specialist lime supplier. I've never heard um, of any of them. No, so they're they're um you know and they're a good and a lot of them a lot of the line work is obviously based more around heritage stuff and different things and we're obviously trying to ease it back into normal building and stuff. Um, but these materials generally you know are harder to get hold of and are more expensive than um, than the modern equivalents really, which is a which is an issue until we can get them to volume again because obviously that's what part of that those economics are about but again equally lime is interesting because obviously everywhere you went they would have had lime and brought in the stone and you know heated it and slaked it and all those sorts of things and it's one of those industries which has just now gone to like a random few places in the country whereas like you know every building site would have you know slaked their own lime and every port yeah, yeah. lime kilns and different things and or you know I find that fascinating and, and, and what we're trying to do, uh, what I want to do with my business, because I only ever wanted to work in Dorset. I never wanted to work further afield and now we, we do have to go further afield and, you know, I'm getting far too old to do that. I just always wanted to work in Dorset and have, uh, you know, local building for local communities and have them engaged and whatever. And um, we did some work down in Bridport, um, some fun, had some funding for it to look at how, how you could, um, the, their starting point was obviously everywhere you go now, uh, the the government um, dictates to councils. You know they've got to provide a certain amount of housing and and all these sorts of things. And um, they were saying, I think down in Bridport, they were saying they had to build I don't know two thousand new homes in the next five years or something. And they were trying to work out how they could actually um, localize some of that work because you normally get these big companies come in, they provide, they bring in a lot of labour, and you know they might use some sort of localish subcontractors or whatever, but all the materials are coming in from all around the world and you know bricks from spain and yeah. um, different things whatever it might be and how, <clears throat> how we can make some of those things local and it was a really good exercise so we looked at timber and how you could make timber um you could use local timber and different things so dorset as a county you know like a lot of other places has is actually quite rich in resources as a lot of places would be timber clay sand gravel um you know all the sorts of things that you need to be able to make a bit and, and straw you know everywhere and um using straw buildings as a model we worked out that um if you did straw i don't think we've got anything about straw panels on low impact have we so so this is like the, the next step for straw everybody thinks if straws going to straw buildings are going to go mainstream it will be panels all uh, right okay structural panels no more persuaders well, there, were, there's a, there will always be a place, hopefully, for the persuaders. Um, and it's a great way to self-build. But I think if you can ever, because the, the one issue with straw and building on site, although you can do it at any time of year, and we do do it at any time of year, people do see it as like a summer activity because you need to be a lot of labour on site and getting those things working. And undeniably, it is easier in summer to do that, that the things are on your side. Whereas if, you, if you've got a, the, the whole concept, obviously, of building with structural panels, whether they're made of you know, horrible stuff or not, is that you do it all in a factory setting, so the tolerances are great. You've got the equip equipment there to make them um, in, a, in, a, in a great, efficient, and uh, well put together way. Um, and then you take them out of that place and put them on site, and the stuff on site goes together really quickly because it's just a big Lego thing on site to plug big panels together. Um, and that works brilliantly for straw because then you ver you, you, the speed to weather type is hugely increased. So you might be putting up the main structure in the roof for a building in potentially you know for a domestic home easily less than a week um and then you can get onto all the other fit out with, with a weather tight shell whereas with you know building a, a straw bale building on site might take you easily three months of work to do the frame and the 
um, and all the straw work and everything else. And you're fighting the weather through all of that. And so actually financially, it stacks up very well to do it off site. So the idea is, is that uh, my, where I'm trying to push, um, I think, you know, we've got the Straw Bell Building UK group where we're trying to push, um, you know, promote straw bell building um, is to kind of, um, my desire would be to see, you know, on any industrial unit somewhere in a town or whatever, you could have a unit pushing out these um, panels and that could be, you know, local straw, local timber, local people, local clay going on them, all these different sorts of things. And you could literally localise the whole of... Uh, uh, fabric construction for, for a, a big chunk of buildings very quickly and very easily and we could be doing that today you know there's absolutely that no reason be, that would be beneficial in so many ways wouldn't it and um yeah and then you could certainly have a sort of little mutual credit ecosystem amongst those builders and customers and yeah and what because what we what we want to do is to um work out a way to create those panel systems um and actually have it on like a very um community friendly sort of licensing model to sort of incentivize those groups to to do it really so it's you know it's sort of a it's that the information is easily accessible for them but it's a it's it's a it you know it's a hopefully some sort of there would be some restrictions on who could use it so that we could steer it more towards those groups rather than having other people take it over or whatever but it, it's an interesting road as to how to get to volume with those sorts of things and then you do sort of bring in that corporate angle and i think a lot of us would like to try and stimulate the the local aspect of it rather than yeah you know somebody make it because at the moment the panels the, the best panels are made over in lithuania and then they're shipped over and they, they and they work because they're kind of um labor's very cheap in, in lithuania and it's great and they make great panels but you know um and actually if you take into account the carbon aspect it's not as bad as people think it would be because it's just literally coming on one truck once and um you know rather than six people going to a building site an hour away every day for <laughs> you know for three months or something it stacks up pretty well um emissions wise but you know if you could be doing all that stuff even closer then it's got to be even better hasn't it yeah so, if there's a little place in dorset doing those things it would be great wouldn't it yeah you know but every town or every county could have a facility like that yeah to produce those things and and you would be using all of that stuff and that to me i really like about the whole because to me that it all fits together um of course you know the the environmental stuff and the and, and the localism stuff and and all these different things and then you know back to the trying to get back to the days where you know you know you you throw a stone and it whatever you were building your building with that sort of thing you know yeah oh, i guess it's a problem with the global economy isn't it that you have some some parts of the world where uh you know wages wages are so low that they're just wide open to becoming like sweatshop labor and plant yeah that's it you know and, 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 and i'm not knowledge enough knowledgeable enough to know you know how we we get away from that but i just think you know you i always Sorry, mutual credit. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, it, it, that's it. If, if those mechanisms are there, then you know, and, and people can use them, then it is all about the path of least resistance, isn't it? At the end of the day, yeah. if people things work well for them, then they're going to stick with it rather than. Um, so, um, what what's your relationship like with these specialist suppliers? Is it a personal relationship? Um, to yeah, to a point, yeah, I suppose so. Um. um yeah i mean it's it's interesting we, we we sort of use them for big bulky stuff mainly and then a lot of the um bitty stuff around buildings which so much of buildings are that they do tend to be like bigger companies who have produced those solutions so you know just in the last couple of weeks we bought nearly 10 grams of roof lights from velux you know or um uh you know all, all of the sort of 
ancillary and the, the mechanical and engineering stuff that goes into buildings are just for mainstream industry really so it tends to be the fabric stuff that we get from from those uh, more specialist suppliers so yeah like i said like lime foam glass gravel locks different things and then a lot of those other things will either come through the big uh the, the standard travis perkins type places but is your is your relationship with these specialist suppliers are the, is the nature of your relationship enough that you might be able to persuade them to join the open credit network directory and actually yeah, maybe have a trading with you in mutual credit yeah i would expect them to be interested i mean certainly companies like mike white always seem to be quite up for yeah things. and if you, did, if you had a chat with them um what would be your angle? Would it just be this would which, this would be good for our business, or you know this yeah, might this, this so. might this might um, insulate us from wider economic crashes if they happen? If we have a means of exchange which works for us that doesn't require money, it might be very very good for us in the case of uh, some sort yeah. of financial crash. Yeah, I think so. And I think the only thing that uh, and the only thing on that front which I haven't had time to look at. In fact, I should say this before I forget to say it because I think it's quite important. Um, my only um, holdback to going fuller into trying to try to get business through the network at the moment is that I don't understand um, the potential um, tax implications of how it would work. So there's a blog article. There's a blog article on the site. Oh, if yeah, you go okay. to if you go to the open, opencredit.network and you look in the blogs, you yeah. go down a bit. There's a there's a there's a blog article about the uh, tax implications and the accounting, the accounting implications as well. That's good, yeah. Because that's that's the only thing that I um. Oh yeah, I'm looking now. You can see on the. That's probably I'm looking at the FAQs. It's probably awesome. Um, and that's it because I do. I, I'm currently, you know, that you have different places have the um, the the, the lets stuff. But have you seen these like the the local exchange trading scheme things? Yeah, they tended to be for. They weren't really about building a local economy. They were no. more on the sort of a more than a sort of a hobby level. It never really, um, you know, you might get, I don't know what kind of things, 20 or 30 Reiki healers or something, and, and no plumbing, yeah. no electricians, yeah. no car mechanics. And it didn't really build a, a local economy. It was, very, it was very much individuals, and it's sort of petering out now, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. It's actually quite, the one here in Dorset is quite strong. The one around Dorset, in the centre of Dorset, is quite good. Yeah, and they have... Um, it's a county-wide uh, one. It's it's not county wide. It's sort of more sort of West Dorset, I guess, because you've got you've got Bridport. I'm sure you know like Bridport is like Dorset's Totnes, if you like. Um, yeah, you know, a bit more alternative stuff going on, and across to, to Dorchester and those sorts of things. It's that sort of mindset. And so, um, in the it's south south and west Dorset, you know, it, it seems to be quite you know reasonably popular. I mean, I've never got you know I've had scraps of work for it, but nothing. You know, I've never had somebody come to me wanting to build a house. <laughs> You know those sorts of things and it is you know what what would i do if they did because then i you know this is it you know you need to be able to trade those things and and one of the things that i like about the um the open credit network is that you can get that connection with those people because for, for my sort of business they're not necessarily going to be very local there's you know so i think i put on to my yeah. profile i can supply whatever i can supply on the building and training and consultancy and those sorts of things but the sort of things that I would like would be, you know, business advice and, and those sorts of things and um, anything that could help to progress my business um, mm. 
and indeed it would be you know suppliers and those sorts of things as well but my immediate thought was actually it would be professional services for business would be a good thing and then i could immediately see there were some people who were providing those sorts of things and i well, yeah so we, we we paid some of our accountancy um fee and mutual credit we, we've got an accountant in devon now and uh yeah. accepts mutual credit for accountancy so there are some yeah um so do you, I mean, here's a question then. Do you think next time you have a chat with Timar or Mike Y or any of those specialist suppliers, you might be able to say, have a look at this. Why don't you join this directory? Yeah, happily, Dave. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Anything to sort of um, push it out there and put it across. I was trying to think sort of what, um, some, and again, I'm sure there may be something on the website, but yeah, some, some guidance on how to do that would be good, I think. Okay, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, so we could, have, we could put together a little package which which we can yeah. businesses in the in the network and saying this is how you can build a little trading ecosystem for yourself yeah that would be good <laughs> something along those lines and i know um you know because i think you know sometimes if i it's funny because when you talk to these people then it's not always easy to because because normally you ring them up and you want something and you talk about that and those sorts of things and so i think sometimes it is um yeah it's not such a personal relationship that you could just launch into something like that yeah and you want you what we want a tried and trusted way of introducing yeah. the to people like if you just started to launch into something a moneyless trading system that's going to change the world i know yeah you want to make then, it a job hang up on you. <laughs> that's it yeah so maybe you know like a little script or something or i yeah. don't know how, you know that sort of thing so you do, because I, when I talk to people, I'd like to be confident in what I'm talking about. It's very interesting. <laughs> yeah. So just a few notes about, you know, this is what it is. This is how it might work and blah, blah, blah. Also, I mean, your suppliers would have to have ways to spend the credits that they earn from you. Yeah, exactly. That's another question that they'd have to be asked. Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, so that's, I mean, it's just a question of scale, isn't it? As, as it starts to scale up and you, and they say, well, where am I going to spend my credits? And if, if we had, you know, co-op energy and the phone co-op in there and say, well, you can pay your energy bill, you can pay your yeah. phone bill. You can, and, and, and absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, it'd be brilliant. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it is just all such a great idea. And I think that, you know, any business worth their salt is going to, you know, is going to want to investigate different ways of doing business of course it? of course yeah so well, i mean on the on the other side when it, when it comes to customers hmm. who are your main customers and what kind of customers are they and um do do sales tend to be one-offs or do you have regular customers or yeah i mean it's definitely all more one-off and then it's kind of working your way into a situation where um you could maybe get repeat business from the same sector i guess and so the public sector um, local authorities are a good example of that. It's something that we're trying to work on at the moment. So there's a big thing. So for natural building, I think there are two really good sources of kind of repeat sector business, and that would be local authorities. Um, because, of course, local authorities now, you know, many of them, even if they don't know quite what they're trying to do about it yet, have declared climate emergencies and all these sorts of things. Um, and so actually their policy is pushing towards pushing them towards uh, doing yeah, things. Pushing them towards like, you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely you know which is brilliant um and so anything to, to to do that and and i've had nothing but good experiences with the local authorities that i've spoken to about them wanting to do things like that yeah unfortunately yeah. The local authorities we're a long way from uh, we're a long way from local authorities having mutual credit accounts sure of course you know but but the, yeah yeah that's it that's that's fine um and then uh who else was going to say uh, housing associations for example right okay 
So what we're trying to push with, with SBUC or trying to do some work on, it's very preliminary at the moment, is like I was talking about with doing this concept of how you could do local building um, and get local people involved in doing, in doing those things. What, we, what SBUC sees as the, as the way into that would very much be um, uh, uh, housing associations. Because of course, these are groups that have um, increasingly local authorities demand that more housing is in inverted commas, sustainable, um, uh, sorry, and affordable, uh, sorry, affordable rather, um, even though they're not necessarily, um, and, and all these different sorts of things. But like those are the groups that can facilitate that housing at scale. So whereas, for example, um, 10 or 15 years ago, only 10% of houses on a 3,000 plot development would have had to have been affordable. Now they, they can be, they can dictate, I think, percentages as much as they want. I think they can easily dictate up to 50% or something or whatever percentage of these houses have to be affordable so and quite often they will be engaged to provide those elements of the housing directly so um, you're looking at a situation where housing associations are becoming quite big volume housing providers but i guess it's the same question again isn't it if you if your customers are housing associations if, if they use mutual credit to trade with you if they give that a go how would they then earn the credits that they that they pay you yeah and again i you know and apart from what we've said i don't know what the easy answers to that would be but my but our our thought about as well our thought with housing associations is that they quite often they are certainly going to have a much better um ethical stance than volume house builders full stop and that's how we see that you can actually work the sustainable building aspect into them more easily because they've you know the repeated examples of them having done that now and trying out different more sustainable methods of building is you're kind of pushing on an open door with them because they do have better policies for trying to provide those things. So I would have thought without knowing what those things might be, that would make them more open to considering other ways of working and doing things because it would hit on the stuff that they want to do, like improving community stuff and yeah, all these different sorts definitely. of things. Uh, but I mean, how would they make, how would they earn their credits? I mean, I guess they, their income is from rents. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, there's a thought, isn't it? So individuals individuals yeah. would have to pay them some of their rent in mutual credit exactly. now we're getting into yeah. wow yeah i don't know i'm not quite sure how that would work but i mean that would be i mean that would be amazing wouldn't it because you know there are a lot of people who live in housing association houses that you so, yeah so they could have a they could have a, a little note from the from the from the housing association how would you like to pay some of your rent in mutual credit but yeah. Then, then you're stuck with how do they earn their their mutual credit? So so we, it, this well, is about ecosystem building. It is, and also just interestingly on that on that thing because I think I'm trying to because I um it's a horrible building but um I live in a road and and at the end of the road just next to my I live next to my mum and, and next to her house is a housing association block of flats. It's a hideous building, but my understanding is that some of the people that they have in those buildings, the tenants that they have, um, especially in communal housing if you like flats and those sorts of places the housing associations will approach those people and, and try and engage them to maybe do things like maintenance and those sorts of things so what if that might work you know these people could effectively and i guess maybe they do it already i don't know maybe they let some people do some work in return for a reduction in their rent or um you know those sorts of things do you see what i mean I, yeah they could do it via mutual credit so it could all be officially recorded and yeah and, and they would actually then be that um, you know, they would then be able to 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 use those things in whatever they they wanted. It wouldn't just be a straight exchange. It could yeah, be, they would they 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 could pay their rent in it, or they could they could pay some of their rent in it, or they could buy 
somewhere yeah. else in the system. That's really interesting, actually, because that could be a reasonable source of, of stuff and trades and those sorts of things. So it could work. It could, there are probably quite a lot of ways that it could work quite well for housing associations. But I guess what we need is, um, and we have, we have got these people. We talk, we talk to lots of people who are very keen to start a mutual credit ecosystem in their, in their local area. So we need people yeah. like you who are prepared to talk to customers and suppliers and say, you know, we can do this. This isn't a pipe dream. This can happen. No, absolutely. And, and just on that point, I mean, I, I know I, I, um, obviously we only all have limited amounts of time or whatever, but, um, you know, just like, cause we're involved, uh, obviously I'm involved in the straw bell building UK and we're trying to push straw bell building and those sorts of things. But, um, we came up with this idea for, we're currently part of this, um, interreg project. So there's a certain amount of funding for, for doing some stuff. And the one thing that we came up with, um, to try and spread the and communicate and promote straw bell building was this idea that we had straw bell champions, if you like. And they were just people that we had maybe one per region in the UK, and they were able to go out to whoever it might be. So uh, obviously in, in building and training and stuff, you have like the CPD stuff, don't you? So you get like architectural practices on a lunchtime. What, was, the, what was that you said? Sorry, I didn't catch uh, uh, you know, um, Continuous professional development, CPD oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. accreditation stuff. Um, yeah. And they, uh, they don't necessarily have to be accredited sessions, but say for example, we, I had always done it, but we, we just sort of created a slideshow that explained to people how straw bale building worked. And then you could go to, um, you know, like an architectural practice, show them this little slideshow thing. And I've done it for, um, for um, you know, local interest groups and different things, all sorts of people who might be interested in like having a speaker come along to do stuff and those sorts of things, you know, which a lot of groups do, especially in communities. You have people, um, they want to hear about, you know, how to knit something or where, you know, how the local country park's getting on or, um, you know, or new ways to build, you know, that they're forever looking for people to do those sorts of things. And those, that's a venue where, again, if you had something like that for, for OCN, you could go into a community and try and explain how these things might work and it might well, stimulate. So, yes. As well as straw bale building champion, local champions, there'd be mutual credit champions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> and as much as my time is limited, you know, just to say, you know, I'd be very happy to do something like that here in Dorset to try and promote things as well as um, it's music um, to my ears. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because, it, you know, and especially, like I say, around Dor Dorchester and, and West Dorset specifically and kind of across into South Dorset here, there's a very receptive audience to those sorts of things, I think. And you can engage with, you know, you know, like there are, you know, it was something it would be something that I imagine. Um, transition groups for example of which yeah. there are a lot of now would be quite interested in having a, a talk about those sorts of things and it could be yeah. a really good way to to get into obviously i'm still thinking pushing on open doors and trying to get that message across to to like-minded people first of all i guess i know it's not all about that but to, to try and scale it a bit and yeah, I mean, once you've got a, a solid base then you can start bringing people in who yeah are just thinking about their business really and that's, that's yeah fine. absolutely you know, and it may be that if there are, um, although I was trying to draw a similarity between um, this in some regards and the let stuff, where there are let's groups, it may be that it could be seen as like a, as a way to move let stuff forward. If a lot of them are failing and those sorts of things, perhaps it could be a sell to them as well. I don't know. Well, it's a funny, it's funny you say that. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm having a coffee with the coordinator of um, Let's Link UK tomorrow. So oh, brilliant. Mary <laughs> and, and have these kind of conversations yeah yeah um, yeah absolutely you know because these things don't always you know yeah listen Philip's been 
almost exactly an hour, so I don't want to take too much of your time. And it's sure, been fantastic conversation. Thank you very, very much. I don't think we've ever had a proper chat, so it's good to... It's good to, to we haven't always been sort of emails and... and I know. And, and, yeah. Yeah. Really nice to have a chat with you. No, and before I go, I should say, um, because I hadn't got back to you about um, the, that guy who emailed about the Lime stuff. Broadly, what he was saying was right. So you could update with... Um, um, with what he was saying, but if you want me to do anything else about that uh, to go through stuff, but you know he was talking about the different quantities were not quite right. And no, that's quality. fine. So I can drop him a message in the in the comments and say, uh, "Yep, our specialist says spot on. You're right. Well done. Thank okay. you very much. I'm going to change it." That's great. And the the only thing that I disagreed with what he was saying was he was he was suggesting that um, um, a cubic meter of lime mortar or plaster would be about three tons. And I think that that's a bit much, isn't it? It would be about one and a half to two. Yeah, about one and a half, yeah. Two, two would be maybe right. Two. Um, but that was, but broadly, with the volumes and stuff and the mixes and the fact that, you know, you, you know, five tons of stuff doesn't make five tons of stuff, whatever. Um, sorry that cubes of plastic didn't make. Anyway, what he was saying broadly made sense. So, yeah, if I can help with any else of that, let me know. But I, I was, um, that all got lost in the, in. No, that's fine. I'll, I'll change that and I'll, I'll, I'll bear in mind that that one thing is probably wrong, but the rest is yeah. right and I'll change it. No, that's great, Dave. Brilliant. Good. I'll, um, I'll, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch this again and take lots of notes, and I'll talk to, yeah. talk to our boys, and um, I think we should put together some sort of a package for local champions, as you say, and um, yeah, they can approach customers and suppliers to build a little ecosystem. Yeah, that's great, and I'm very interested in those sorts of things, and happy to try and put you in touch with anybody else that I can think of that might work for those sorts of things. And Fantastic. We'll definitely yeah, whatever I can do to help. You know, again, these are all sorts of um, things that I'd love to do more of if I had a bit more free time. And but if I can find time to do anything, I'm very happy to help out. That's that's music to my ears, uh, Phil. Okay. That's, that's great. I'll, we'll I'll, I'll, we'll I'll, we'll have a work on this package for for local champions and get back to you. Brilliant. I'll let you go. Your phone's ringing. Great. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you. On. But um. Thanks ever so much, Phil, and I'll, and I'll speak to you soon. Thanks, Dave. Good to talk to you. Speak to you soon. Cheers, Phil. Cheers, then. Bye-bye.